0: Ow now brown cow. You ever seen anchor Oh my my teacher taught me that. Ow now brown cow. How
1: now brown oh, is cow. Was it How
0: Now Brown Cow? He was my communications teacher. Yeah. So he I like that. Scotch. Have you heard that? Scotch, scotch, scotch. Yeah. Scotty Scotch Scotch. Scotch, scotch. <laughs> scotch down in my belly. Mm-mm. Um Okay, on this episode, we have Danny, my videographer, with us, the guy behind the scenes, and he's gonna talk about his career, he's gonna talk about being a videographer, starting a business, and all that comes with that. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Steel Entrepreneurs Show. Uh, we are episode 24 today, Danny, 24, right? Yeah, 24. Yeah. This is Danny, Danny Rodriguez. He is the guy behind the scenes. He's the one doing the videography. And we're trying something a little bit new today. Quite honestly, I didn't have any ideas for this episode. So I thought, what's the, the best way to throw a show together? And I've always wanted to do sort of more of an interview style thing. So, Danny is a good sport and he decided that, or I decided for him, I suppose, that he would get on camera and, um, and we would talk a little bit uh, about himself, a little bit about his journey and a little bit about uh, where he's going. So, for those who are maybe just starting out or, uh, or just getting going kind of thing, um, I think this episode might be valuable to you. Welcome to the show, Danny. Thanks for having me. So Danny Rodriguez, tell me uh, a little bit about how you made that jump from you were in school and then you decided, I'm going to make a go of this.
1: Well, um, it kind of just fell on my lap, you could say. I know a lot of people say that, but it actually literally happened that way. So I was going to school for a program called New Media Design and Web Development. And in that program, they taught three... Subjects. They taught web design, graphic design, and video production. I actually wanted to go to school to become a graphic designer and a web developer. But when I was learning in there, I actually didn't like it. I actually thought coding was, I'm not a coder. You know, and that, that is web developing. So, but when I did video, when, when we took the video program, I just found it much more exciting. And I was making videos that I was like really proud of. And the, and the class could see that as well. So you didn't
0: have any like um, video experience Zero. previous to that? Zero. Just
1: the very first videos that I made were in that class. Wow. Yeah. What I discovered too was that I really liked telling a story with my videos. And I would say that I had experience doing that um, because I, I had to take, I had to retake some high school classes in, in my past like English 12 and I took business school as well and I learned proper I guess written Communication and how to write reports and stuff and in that in those writing classes I kind of learned how to present a story, you know, like what's your main topic like what's your thesis? What are your points? What's your conclusion? You know and learning those steps helped me frame on how to Present my videos. I made sure that they had like a beginning middle and end.
0: Okay, so that's how you came across um, uh, Your passion, but how did oftentimes it's I mean, one challenge is is finding the passion in the first right, place, right. right? But then taking the leap to turn that passion into an actual business right, is a, right. is a whole other fucking story. Yeah. So, how did you decide that? Um, how did you decide to take the leap? Well, uh, it was
1: through taking an internship with a video production company. Yeah. I took an internship with a music. Production company called Brass tax Films here in Vancouver, and at the time I really wanted to make music videos, and I I still do. That's definitely like my passion. And they're a group of freelancers. They're self-employed because really, with when when you're in video, it's not really—it's hard to be employed full-time and being in video because not every day someone needs video, right? So the—I'd say the biggest thing for that is freelance. So being around the freelancers for a month for that internship it they I guess you could say they influenced me they told me secrets they told me how how they do things they I saw it I, I was with their on productions to see how they did it I saw how they ran their business and so I would say they were the biggest influencers for me to be like okay well if I want to be involved in video then I think we'll have to be freelance and believe me I was like pretty scared of doing that because I've never me or none of my family have ever been self employed ever. So, me kind of doing it would be, I'd be the first one and I'd have no other frame of reference on how to do it. Yeah. So, it was really sort of like scary for me to take that, take, take that leap. But, long story short, um, I've been doing fine ever since. I've been doing fine ever since. Like, I started nine or eight months ago and i've had a few rough months but, but the majority of the time have been actually pretty good
0: so these guys um guys or gals uh or both they it, it kind of showed you that it wasn't perhaps um it wasn't all that scary like there wasn't no maybe as much to it as as sort of somebody who hadn't been exposed to it at the outset um might have thought like it just it yeah. wasn't that big of a leap you saw yeah sort of the innards of of their business and how they operated and you saw perhaps saw a little bit of yourself in in them and Figured if they can do it. I can do it like it's not it's not that difficult. Yeah,
1: like I mean I definitely had to I'm still finding my own way like I'm definitely doing like my own projects, but it was good to rely on the people who I work with on how they did things get some experience get some secrets right Mm -hmm. because they would help me with like okay this is how you this is how you invoice this is how you quote a client this is how you do this and that and just hearing their conversations as well on the phone in the office kind of helps with that also
0: two things Um, i want to pull out of that one um totally dig the internship thing i did an internship wasn't really an internship it was more of um what they call a co-op where you kind of get paid you still get paid and then the second thing that i really like is you decided that or rather, not so much maybe a decision, but you seem to feel like uh, remember we were listening to that that quote before it's um, there is no shame in ignorance, but oh right if um, if you decide to stay in that ignorance and not learn from the the minds of other men, then there is shame in that type of ignorance, and so you were able to sort of. And this is where I've always struggled. And I think a lot of other entrepreneurs struggle is you were able to say, you know, I'm going to stow away my pride. I'm going to learn from these people who have already been there. And that may sound real simple until you're there. I admire people who don't, um, who are able to get over that, who for that, for them, that is maybe not so, so much of an obstacle or they're able to just say, fuck it. Right. you know the, I, yeah. I, we all stand on the shoulders yeah. of giants yeah. and if I'm going to move ahead in, in my life I can't be ignorant I have to learn from these other people totally yeah and as well like it took
1: basically it took like a leap of faith to get into this business too because all of my other students or all the other all my other cohorts in my class they all wanted to do web design, web development yeah. which was the program it was built for that right and so when I decided I was going to go into video production, I sort of knew that it was like a bigger risk doing that. And I kind you s- hadn't
0: even gone to school for it.
1: No, exactly. It was yeah. just like we just learned the basics, essentially. But I knew I would do my best competitively picking video over graphics and web for myself because that's what I enjoyed the most. So even I would have a worse time doing graphics and web and getting a job for that because I don't enjoy it yeah but I enjoyed video so I, I kind of said you know fuck it like if I I'm gonna do this and if I fail like whatever like at least I gave it a shot like
0: do you yeah. think that because you didn't know a lot about video um, that made you twice as determined to because you, you didn't have any t- real training yeah, on video exactly. were you twice yeah. as determined perhaps to learn it on your own were you twice as yeah motivated?
1: like I because I, I really liked making videos in my class mm-hmm. And I just had a lot of fun doing it. So I think, I think that was the motivator. I was like, okay, hey, I, I gotta make my videos like as, as great as they can be, just so that I could stand out. And I'm naturally sort of like that. I naturally like to do my best. Yeah. Just, I, I just, I've just always been that way. Even if, if, it doesn't, if I don't get the result, like
0: at least I gave it my best shot. So, yeah. Do you find, um, h- how do you find for someone who who didn't really know a lot about video, um, or you know, I give just another example, um, in my case, I didn't really, even after the internship, after leaving after, say, six months or whatever it was, I still didn't really understand anything about what it is I was about to do. So how do you recommend um, folks go about dealing with that? If they're entering something that they're passionate about but don't right. know a lot about, how, what was your way of, um, Overcoming that and and getting your skills up.
1: Definitely, I'd say the number one thing is know that you're passionate about what you're getting into. That's the number one. Because that way, if it gets hard, like then at least
0: you can rely on that passion to make you keep going forward. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate on that one. Sure. I think um, I think it's it's good to be somewhat passionate about, but I think it's important to not just be passionate about that one thing um, to have sort of uh, be passionate about the process be passionate about right. other little things because if if it doesn't work out and the only thing you were passionate about was that right then you could leave totally crushed because the chances right. are sadly it won't it won't necessarily work true. out yeah, the yeah. deck is totally yeah. stacked against you yeah. and I mean quite honestly you shouldn't go into it that way but I mean, when you put all your eggs into one basket like that especially um, if you're somebody who you know s- struggles with depression or anything like that yeah, right. that can be a dangerous proposition that could be pretty precarious right it's um, fucking cat eh I couldn't do shit about it he's up there on the fucking counter know, right it's not it's not bothering us so that's a that. bastard he knows he knows he shouldn't he's like you yeah. can't do anything about it <laughs> <laughs> okay so so You'd, you'd figured out what you were passionate about, which is awesome, uh, which you were lucky to do, because most of us right. take forever to figure that yeah. out if we ever figure it out, period. And now you decided, because in part of the influence of those you've decided to surround yourself with, yeah. which was a very intelligent yeah. move, um, you've decided to go into business. Yeah. So what, what was next after that? And after, what were some of the challenges, I suppose, that came with that? After going into business, you mean? I guess once you had decided that, hey, th- this business yeah. thing, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a run at right, this freelancing right. thing.
1: Well, um, it was very rough at the start. Um, I sort of relied a lot on the people who I work with to sort yeah. of give me work, and um, there wasn't a lot right at the beginning. Yeah. So one of the things that I did was to just look on a local classifieds in Vancouver. It's called Craigslist. Well, everyone's heard of Craigslist, but yeah. yeah I looked on Vancouver Craigslist, saw some ads there. Right, And funny enough, that's how I found Adam, actually. Yes. I found Adam, he had a poster looking for a videographer, and so did that. But basically just a lot of that, a lot of hustling. You know, just like, it's freelance, so I get work wherever I can get it. Being at the office that I work in helps because we network a lot there. Yeah. So if the guys in my office I work with need like an editor or a filmer for a day, then they'll, they could consider me. Or if they have friends as well who need help, then they'll tell me about it as well. So they've been, like, super helpful with that for starting out. I would say that networking is
0: the biggest thing, I would say. Yeah. Do you think that, um, so you'd recommend maybe sort of a co-working type situation? If you aren't able to find, like, you found a pretty unique situation um, where you were able to sort of share an office, essentially, with four other or or multiple other uh, individuals in the very similar field as yourself. Do you think, like, we've checked out the network hub before. Do you think that would be perhaps sort of a, a suitable yeah. place just to get to know other people in the in, totally. in the business?
1: Yeah, like I would say find like a space or a hub that relates to your profession. Like number one, like I could work in a hub, mm-hmm. but I won't be surrounded by by filmmakers, yeah, right? I'll be surrounded by web designers and coders and graphic designers and whatnot, right? So those hubs are great for for those types, I would say, right? Or anyone. Okay. So I would just say, do your best to find like a, space that relates to your profession
0: which is what i did that makes sense i yeah. like the the craigslist bit i like that yeah. i found you on craigslist because yeah. it, it definitely does speak to hustle in my opinion yeah. because this, I, I can remember having a hard time you know going to craigslist and going to to other sites like that because it just in my mind it just i don't know and and i think it's kind of maybe the, the general feeling about that place is the the work is going to be low quality, this yeah, and that, Yeah, maybe. You know? like, like, a lot of clients who I
1: found, they, you know, they were interesting, right? A lot yeah. of them kind of, the, well, when I was starting out, they paid a, a lot lower than what yeah, the yeah, going yeah. rate is. So since I was new, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take it, whatever. I just sort of like the fact that I was like meeting clients and like kind of working for other clients, seeing how that works, right? Yeah. But now since then I've, I've gotten a better idea of what a proper like quote is so I'm sort of charging that and like clients are turning me down now so it's kind of but I think I'm in a position now to, to do that where I don't need to rely on just like you know yeah, sort of taking whatever I can get so and like you know I'm still I'm still totally learning I'm still only like nine or nine or eight months or into this and so there's still so much that I, I would need to learn just about business about filmmaking I want to you know take those areas as further as far as I can get as I can get and meet as
0: much people as I can as I can
1: and Do you do those
0: things like uh, meetups or any of that kind of no? No,
1: not since school It's funny though because like going to a meetup when I was in school actually ultimately led me to the office space that I'm in now ah, Okay, right like at a yeah. meetup. I met another entrepreneur. His name is Marco Pasqua. I actually did a little video for him yeah, yeah. and uh, he sort of Told me, oh, there's this guy who there's this guy who makes music videos, and his name is Stephen Beryl, right? The the, yeah, yeah. the person who I did the internship for. So I called him up, and we hit it off, and did the internship there, and then that's that's how I that's how I got there. So yeah, I'd say
0: meetups are great because they could lead to, you know. I feel like you made like <laughs> I feel like you made none of the mistakes I made. You, you did I, I would have totally benefited if I'd gone the Craigslist route I would have totally benefited if I'd gone to you know a meetup or two right. or worked with with people not even in the same industry as myself but just people in business period right. instead I went to zero meetups I, <laughs> I I hid in a in a what looked like a dungeon yeah. dirty carpets, just totally yeah. nasty Um. I did none of these 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 things i don't know how it just it seems to have just come naturally to you or something yeah any idea how how that might be the case i mean i mentioned the video
1: it kind of goes back to i just do the best i can like i knew like you said it too i knew that the chips were not in my favor right like i'm a i didn't take a video program but i want to go into video
0: so i have to like just basically have to fight for it didn't take like, any business courses but want to go yeah. into business yeah yeah I dig yeah. it one other thing that I want that um, that I really like and I always like to make something big of it yeah. because it's I think it's just something that that we all sort of struggle with is is saying yes versus saying no right and so when you got started and correct me if I'm wrong but you you had no no problem taking gigs that probably didn't pay a hell of a lot yeah that probably right. weren't especially interesting but what you realized uh, early on is those would lead to, to other opportunities and that you had to kind of, you know, in order to get yourself out there, you had to say yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. When, do think, um, when do you think it's appropriate or sort of at which a point, I suppose, do you think or did you find was appropriate to start saying no? Like when, when was that? Well, it's and why kind of got recent,
1: actually, when I started to say no. Um, well, I think it's it's good if you can, like, just make your expenses at the end of the month, right? Yeah. Like, that's always been my goal. If I can just at least make my expenses and do this video thing, then I'd be happy. So now I'm in a position where I can do that. Yeah. And now I'm making, like, a little bit extra. Um. So now I'm not so, like, pressured to, mm-hmm. like, sort of... If someone, if someone, if someone, if a client needs work, then I'll properly quote them. And if they say, "Oh, that's too high," or if we don't meet to an agreement, then I won't be bummed about it. Like I, as if, as opposed to when I was starting out,
0: yeah. I was like literally taking whatever I can get. Yeah, so you, you had to build your yeah, base. Yeah. But also, I, I think there's a part there where you have to build your confidence a little mm-hmm. bit as well, and being able to cover your expenses which most people if yeah. uh, I find they don't just jump off a fucking cliff yeah. they'll continue working full time for a company right. Right. and then they'll basically their goal is to replace their income essentially and right. once they can replace their income or yeah. come close to it then maybe they'll go part time and then they'll right. go and I usually recommend that because right. I don't think that jumping off a cliff I think that works for some people and I don't necessarily think it works for other people Right? Uh, I think it worked for you it right. kind of pushed you you got your ass in gear because you had to you had to pay for shit yeah. you had to pay to live so my last question for you and then we'll wrap up what would you and I feel like this is the most cliche um, <laughs> question ever but <laughs> what would you recommend? what do you think is the most important thing that you can um, impart on entrepreneurs that are say maybe at the three month point. So really in the, in the struggle.
1: Oh, so like sort of give advice to
0: really early yeah. entrepreneurs like yeah. three months
1: in. Just keep going, really. Like a cliche question, cliche answer, yeah. right? Literally like that's what I did. Like I, uh, my worst months were actually the very month one and two of my entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And that's why I decided to like um, seek just more clients. So I got out of my like sort of my office circle and branch out. So that's that's when I went to Craigslist and hustled from there. So I would just so, so that was kind of really that's when to take I off. started to meet more people, right? Yep. I started to just and really so that and I just kept working with the people in my office. So when I kept working, I met more more people through through them. And then told them what I'm about, and then they would ask me for help, and so I, I grew my network. So that's my little thing. But yeah, just keep going, keep keep at it, and uh,
0: yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that um, you stuck with it long enough to realize that you had to step step it up.
1: Yeah, like right.
0: had you maybe quit after six weeks or even two months? you might not have been pushed into sort of a corner where you had to decide, okay, am, am I gonna really do this? And you said, right. yes. Right. And you hit up Craigslist, you started going to yeah. a meetup. You, yeah. you know, you took sort of that next, uh, that next step. Well, thank you, Danny, for entertaining uh, my request to do a, an interview. It's like I said, it's kind of a, a format that I'm interested in doing. And, um, and certainly if you guys kind of appreciate this sort of format, if it was helpful, if you like this versus the other format, let us know, let myself know, I'll let Danny know, obviously, and uh, we'll talk about maybe bringing some, some other people on the show. Okay, before we go, Danny, how can people find out more about you on yep. the interwebs? You can send
1: me an email at dannyrodriguezmedia at gmail.com. Uh, my website is danny-rodriguez.com. Uh, Instagram is Danny C.
0: Rodriguez. And uh, Facebook, I'll just, like, leave a link here. Okay, well, we'll link all yeah. that, or you'll link all that. Yeah. I'll do that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, as always, for your time. Thank you for your attention. Um, I appreciate it. Danny appreciates it. We, we spent a lot uh, of time uh, getting this show right. Um, if, if you do like it, uh, subscribe, like, comment, all of those things uh, make us very, 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 very happy. Um, and until next time, have a wonderful day.